Welcome to the Once Upon an Island podcast. I'm your host, Wesley, and this year we've changed things up. I'm joined by my co-host, Rebecca, who is going to be doing our Wednesday. Well, I say Wednesday because that's when we record this, Rebecca, but really, yeah. they go up on Patreon on Wednesday and the next day on YouTube. But anyways, she, yeah. <laughs> Rebecca's doing our breakdown podcast. That's the better way to put it. And Mary will do Ooh. our winner analysis. So we've had a swap a, we did a tribe oh swap. We did a podcast swap. <laughs> and the reason yep. being is simply due to scheduling. Yeah. In case people have and conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I'm excited to be here. This is, yeah, shaking things up. New season. I'm ready to get into it. Yeah. Like Jeff, I threw a twist on Rebecca when I literally asked her, I think last <laughs> week, I was like, hey, I was like, actually, we might have a scheduling thing. Can you change? She's like, yep. Yeah. I'm here. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, we're gonna go through the entire. Well, if you've never listened to us, listened to us before, welcome. Uh, we're gonna go through the entire episode in order to the best of our ability. Sometimes that doesn't happen. <laughs> we will also <laughs> be going over things such as question of the week. We have trivia questions where we try to get each other basically to to not know the right answer. We'll do TV ratings starting next week because obviously I don't have any TV ratings. We're literally recording this after the episode is done. And we will do winter analysis, a shortened winter analysis tonight. Tomorrow, I'll be doing a full-blown winter analysis with Mary. And we will answer y'all's questions at the end of the podcast. So, Rebecca, we yes. had a two-hour premiere this time instead of the 90 minutes we had last season. How did you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, felt pretty good. Um, yeah, there, there were a couple moments that I felt like, okay, this is like a little bit of filler. But for the most part, I mean, I'm always a fan of longer episodes like... I think it just gives more content, uh, especially with the first episode when you're getting to know people like there's just so many people to get to know. So I I'm a fan of giving us more time to get to know everyone for sure. I agree on the premiere. I'm worried because next week's gonna be two hours as well, which I noticed yeah. they didn't really promote. <laughs> they probably don't want to scare yeah. people off. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it is two hours next week. I'm worried about that one because Jeff said um, I think it was during 45 or right before 45 that they filmed 45 knowing it will be 90 and this season they only thought it would be an hour so they planned everything thinking they only had an hour and now they have double the length I'm a little bit worried next week but we'll see but I'm a little bit worried <laughs> that oh, it's going to drag but then the rest <laughs> mm-hmm. of the season will be 90 minutes which should be just fine uh, in my personal opinion yeah. but this was a solid start to the season there was nothing egregious um, nothing crazy no amazing quit, so that uh, was good you know what though that I think the 45 premiere is better because of the mess yeah. of Lulu. Lulu <laughs> was such a mess and I loved it. I don't know. Yanu is giving Lulu a run for its money, in my opinion. But yeah, Lulu was a special case for sure. <laughs> There's always one tribe who struggles and Yanu's definitely yeah. a struggling tribe. But Lulu was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they're, they're, the mess tribes are, in my opinion, are more rare there's yeah. always one tribe a season that struggles. I think that is true with Lulu it was the tribe as a whole was a mess but also everyone as individuals was also they were also a mess so yeah that that is true that there was more messiness there I suppose and the quote-unquote best player the moment he steps foot on another camp immediately is identified by everybody as a threat and is gone so mm-hmm. from Lulu so yeah yeah uh, anyways let's talk about 46 so a few yes. things I want to note that Jeff because in the preseason of every season, Jeff goes and does lots of interviews and he drops lots of information. So see, it feels like when we re- whenever we do these premiere podcasts, that that's when we get all this information from Jeff. So some of the things, I don't know if I told you all these, Rebecca, so 
this might be news, mm-hmm. maybe not. Uh, he did confirm there are going to be no returnees on 47 or 48. Are you surprised? No. Okay. Yep. Not really. No, me neither. I, I, 50, obviously. Yeah, 50 is going to be crazy. I'm excited for that one. People are trying to compare it to the first 10 seasons. We're like, oh, season eight was all stars. I'm like, yeah, but I feel like that was in response to the ratings starting to dip. So they mm. did all stars, you know, to increase the ratings. Um, where I don't feel like that's not, they don't, they don't have that motivation this time you know 40 seasons later yeah so i i I figured 50 was gonna be the next one and jeff basically said as such in interviews uh he also said they're gonna have no more villains though this has been taken widely out of context what he means is they're gonna have no more like that's their whole characters just being a villain like there's nothing else to them people can be villainous but they still are going to be three-dimensional is what he said i don't know if you heard this one rebecca yeah i can appreciate that i suppose I'm all for a good villain, though, I have to say. Well, you know, we had some villains last season, um, but I, yeah. I get what you're saying, because like they totally could have one noted people like Bruce or mm-hmm. Katara or who else was villain? I mean, Hannah was kind of one note. Let's be fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's on her, though. <laughs> yeah. But yes, they, they could definitely one note people if they want to. And they I think with 90 minutes, it's almost like you have to make a. I mean, that is beyond a conscious choice to make somebody a one note villain mm-hmm. with this much time on your hands. Whereas before it was a lot easier to purple people or make them one note for the simplicity's sake. Um, another thing is Survivor Horizon Island is a VR game that's going to be on, I guess, just the meta VR headsets. They just announced this like two days ago and it's coming out in like two weeks. And I'm like, ooh, that means they must not have a lot of confidence because they did not give anybody a heads up on this thing. In my yeah. personal opinion, though, Rebecca, when I sent it to you, you seem more excited than me. Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, uh, I don't really do a lot of VR stuff, so I, I probably won't, you know, do anything with it. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like, it's cool that they're, you know, I like when they do different things to kind of like branch out and like try and make it more interactive for people. Uh, like they did the the game within the game thing a while back and like stuff like that. So I don't know. I think it's like fun. I don't know if people will really do it, but. I don't know. It's cool that they're trying, I guess. It's got to be better than the game that came out during 45 that was actually just a translation of a French game, a French survivor game, which, mm-hmm. by the way, it looks atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> it looks atrocious. That sounds atrocious. I watched the gameplay. I was like, oh, no, because <laughs> I, I don't want to name drop. But yeah, a couple of people reached out to me like, oh, yeah, you should cover this game. And I'm like, it just looks like a waste of my time. So no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you feel free to go for it and spend $30 on it. But no. This one, I would be interested only if I had the VR because it actually is officially Survivor. I mean, it's officially mm-hmm. licensed by Survivor, though in the trailer, Jeff's voice is in it. And it didn't it sounded like Jeff was very stilted, which is weird. Mm. Do you think they opinion. like did they like do like a I don't know what it's called, but like an AI print of his voice, oh, basically. No. Do you think? Oh, that could be it. I'm not saying it yeah. is. I didn't listen to it close enough to know, but yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I'm like, why couldn't they just take clean audio from an actual yeah. season than whatever this <laughs> I could be wrong yeah. though. It's just the, <laughs> I watched trailer twice and I was like, okay, I'm never going to get that because I don't have a VR <laughs> headset. So, all right. Well, yeah. anyways, um, and the last thing is that we have a fantasy survivor league. It is not on the make your picks app. That's what we did last season because they sponsored with us. Um, but this season, we're doing a new one. It's if you're on Patreon, which links in the description, free to sign up for. But for all the paid patrons, all the patrons who are paying, it doesn't matter what tier you're in. 
I have a link on there. It's a private uh, fantasy survivor group. Rebecca's in it. Mary's in it. I'm in it. We'll see who wins. Uh, it's just for fun. I think for 47, I'll have a prize, Rebecca. I talked about with Mary today. Oh, but for yeah, 46, nice. we're just doing for funsies because it's a new yeah. website and I don't for have sure. all the kinks worked out. But yeah, yeah. Uh, link in the description, uh, any tier on Patreon and you can join our fancy survivor league. We'll see who wins this time. It was not me. last. It was not me last time. Uh, <laughs> it was also not me last time. I was, did not do well last time. I think I beat you and Mary, but it was only at the yeah. very, very end. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I can't, I finally pulled it out at the end, but no, I didn't first part. You guys had me. So, all right. Yeah. Um, let's go into the episode proper. So Rebecca, we start this episode with Tevin narrating, which yeah, I actually I liked. I really, I really liked his narration. He's a good narrator. Yeah. yeah, I had a note that whichever producer like got him to give that opening monologue deserves a raise because he just has such a nice voice and like yeah, it was such a cool like very dramatic opening to mm-hmm. the season and yeah, I agree. I really liked it. He's an actor. He said it, and I believe that's it. true. That's true. <laughs> I remember when 44, when they opened with Carolyn, which was a total different tone than this. And yes. I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like Carolyn's cool. Like she's a kooky mm-hmm. character, but Tevin like really set the tone. I really, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was nice. I yeah. no, no negative notes at all. I was like, this is just a good opening. Um, we then get a series of things, by the way, Rebecca, feel free to jump in here. Cause I didn't get everybody's thing about yes. themselves. I was trying to like, I was like, oh, it's so rapid fire. Okay. Um, Banu applied, it sounded like he applied for survivor. Correct me if I'm wrong. The day he got mm-hmm. citizenship ship. Is that correct? Yeah. That's what I understood. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah. Like that's, that's yeah. definitely what Jeff wants to hear. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Banu is like a very interesting guy. He seems very like enthusiastic and yeah, that's a great like origin story that he applied the day he got citizenship. I like mean, that's really cool. That's almost guaranteed. to get on. I mean, it's not guaranteed, but it's like definitely a good yeah. uh, foot in the door to get on the show. feels like yeah. to, get, to get noticed. Yeah. I mean, when you put sending your tape, so Bonnie, they loved him at confessional too tonight. Yes. I don't have confessional counts. I'll have them tomorrow. When I do with Mary, uh, the winter analysis, but I, if Bonnie didn't lead, he would be second. I would assume a number of professionals mm-hmm. like whenever they could Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie, Bonnie, yeah. Bonnie. And, and they were like really good confessionals too. It was, you know, a lot of, I mean, we got strategy from him. We got personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, yeah, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but like he just seems like really good for morale and like the kind of guy you'd want to keep around camp for a while. It is true. Uh, our next person that I have a note on is we get Hunter and Hunter's like, I'm from Mississippi. I work hard. I'm not into Taylor Swift. Got to Charlie. He's like, I love Taylor Swift. And I'm like, holy yes. cow. It's like Rebecca's on the show. Yeah, that was, that was literally my thought. I was like, oh, I don't need to sign up to be on the show anymore because here's my representation. Charlie's Charlie. got you covered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, but I mean, Rebecca, you're the Swifty here. How much of a fan is Charlie? Is this fake fandom or is this look legit? You know, it's a little hard to tell. He did mention Eras Tour merch. Um, so that seems, you know, pretty like legit, like that's a real thing. Um, although we didn't see any photos of him in Taylor Swift merch, which I feel like <laughs> we normally, I don't know if it's like a copyright thing. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they can't show it on TV. Do you think I don't know, Survivor but, has the guns to go against Taylor Swift? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. But I and there there was like one time that they were having a conversation and like music came up and he mentioned that he likes Taylor Swift, but then they immediately changed the subject. Mm. So I think he was I singing. I think he was singing. I, I think <laughs> yeah. I think he is a, probably a real Swifty, but I would like more Taylor Swift content. Please mm. and thank you. I remember last season official. we had a Swifty section with you and our winner analysis. Yeah. People are like don't want to hear about Taylor Swift during the Survivor <laughs> podcast. Yeah. They forced it this season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's out of our hands. It's, out of it's our literally hands. in the show. We have they're, to talk about they're it. They're forcing us. We don't skip anything <laughs> ever. We have to talk about this. Uh, uh, I, I mean, it seems like a legit fan to me. I, I don't know why. you'd. Yeah. Out of all the things to fake, that's not that's not the thing I would fake. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Although, and I did want to mention this too, because he said he's going to law school and he doesn't want to tell people that he's like a lawyer he's becoming a lawyer or whatever oh, and I, I was like that's the same thing that we had last season there were like what three people who are can lawyers that like <laughs> lied about it can we stop so, casting lawyers yeah i don't know i mean some of them got pretty deep in the game though so maybe I, I, it's a strategy i guess yeah yeah two of them made final three last season and one made final five i mean they all made yeah. really far last season yeah so. oh brother um next up that i have is tiffany says she's a hustler and i thought well you're on the wrong season that was season 35 <laughs> heroes versus healers versus hustlers but mm-hmm. you know whatevs uh kenzie i so there's a couple i i felt like rebecca um mm-hmm. i know you, you're normally our winner analysis podcast co-host so you're probably more attuned to this than maybe the average joe but did it mm-hmm. seem to you like there's a lot of red herrings in the opening here for winners yeah yeah, it seemed like there could be. Um, I don't know. It's it's always like, and I feel like also at this point, the show, they're trying to do things to like throw us off the scent too in terms of like the edit or whatever. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about Matt chat at all, but like the fact that they're not doing that anymore in different things. So yeah, I don't know. I think that, yeah, the show really likes to do a lot of misdirects, especially early. I mean, it's it's just hard to tell from like one episode, but... I think the show likes to kind of play with that for sure. Well, the reason I brought this up is because there was a couple tonight that I caught just in the opening here. Uh, one is Jeff says only one can survive. Then we get a mm-hmm. confessional from Kenzie, you know, is yeah. all these are red herrings until I have more proof. Um, Q says he wants to be the, okay, that's just not, that's not a red herring. I'm just going through my notes in order. But the first red herring was Kenzie talked after Jeff says only one could survive. Uh, mm-hmm. Q says he wants to be the quarterback. Um, and I noticed that at this point, there's been a lot of purple tribe talking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels like a lot of purple and that much green. Yeah. Purple and orange dominating the opening of the show. And that's usually sets the tone for where's the winner from. Mm-hmm. Unless they're doing a complete 180 this season, which is possible. Doubtful. Yeah. But possible. Yeah. Because, I mean, it. at least it in the first episode, Yanu was kind of you know, a hot mess. Like I, I wouldn't be too surprised if the winner's on this tribe, but like it is going to be a pretty, uh, I don't know, like a, a interesting origin story for sure. If the winner is on this tribe. So with the match, out, Rebecca, you mentioned how mm-hmm. with the match, out, they changed it. Now I have a, a couple of suspicions. One is that this was filmed, I believe right after 44 ended or, mm-hmm. Right when 44 was about to end. I think it was right after 44 ended. Don't quote me on that. I'm not, I don't have dates in front of me. Um, but I can check Survivor Wiki real quick. They filmed this June 1st. Yeah. So it was right after 44 mm-hmm. ended. And this was 
if I, if you recall during 44, we talked about it quite extensively, the Matt chat and how annoying it was that it was giving away all these seasons in a row. And it wasn't just us. It was in the edgic Reddit. It was on heck. It bleeded over to regular Reddit. I even saw it on Twitter. <laughs> I don't, I didn't check Facebook uh, to see if people were in on that. That's usually the most casual of the audience, but it, and it was mentioned on our podcast extensively. I'm sure on other podcasts as well. It feels like this isn't this. They finally responded to that. I know we joked mm-hmm. in 45 that like they avoided sh- talking to the winner, uh, but they still had a match at here. Mm-hmm. This felt like this felt like, oh, you think the match chat gives away? We're not even going to show the match chat because there's definitely a match chat, Rebecca. You think yeah. Jeff just knows Jelinski called Jelinski when his first name is David? <laughs> like that was no. definitely said on the mat and you know they yeah. cut it out of the show. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you talked to all Although- of them. I do have to say, because I've wondered about this in the past, and maybe I don't know if you'll have some insight into this, but when they've done the Matt chats in the past and like Jeff is like, oh, getting to know you, what's your name? You mm-hmm. know, girl in the purple or whatever. Isn't Jeff like pretty involved with the casting? Like, I feel like at this point he knows everyone's name and he knows like, yeah, if they go by a nickname or anything. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, am I wrong about that? No, he's he's Jeff's like the head of the casting, if not like. Yeah, it's not like the second head of the casting or whatever. Jeff Jeff talks to all these players. He already knows all of them. He does that for the sake of the show. Like, what's your name? Yes. To introduce exactly. them to us. But I'm saying that he already knew to call Jelinski Jelinski. Like any other season of Survivor, the player mm-hmm. has to tell Jeff, hey, can you call me by my last name? Or they ask him. Yes. And that's why he yeah. does it. So it's like made a point of. But I'm saying it's probably made a point of and they just cut it out of the show. But mm-hmm. during Jeff's ramblings here, during what would have been the Matt chat <laughs> in past seasons, there was a lot of him saying talking about people winning and what winning and winning winning is like he said a lot so it cuts different faces and i'm like this mm-hmm. is blatant this is on mm-hmm. purpose and i'm glad i'm not complaining i am happy yeah. that they're trying to fool us i want to be fooled please fool mm-hmm. me i do not want to know halfway through the season that d's gonna win it's annoying yeah. i don't like it yeah i didn't like that we do jam jam was one of three at the beginning of four i didn't like it i like that when we got mm-hmm. when gabler surprised us that was one of my favorite surprises it was like christmas so I want, yeah. let's have Christmas in May this year. That's what I want. Surprise <laughs> me. I truly want to be surprised. Um, but anyways, he does. He says something like, you all believe you can win and like cuts to Tevin. So it's like, these are the kinds of things I'm like, okay, does this so many times. Like these are red herrings. I didn't even catch every time mm-hmm. he did it. I was like trying to keep up. Yeah. I don't know if you caught yeah. anything I didn't. That's what I was saying. Did you catch any like red herrings? Yeah. No, I mean, I think just the ones that you're mentioning of, you know, yeah. Cutting to people. At, but but doing it with so many different people that it's like okay yeah this is just these are Mr. X heck even Jem uh, or Jamelia I I don't know I think I'm gonna call her Jem because I don't know if she goes by her mm-hmm. full first name nor how, do I know how to say it for sure uh, but Jem says I'm gonna be the sole survivor so it's just like it's so blatant the red mm-hmm. herrings and I am for it I am pro trick yeah. me <laughs> please trick me I don't want to know half of the season that's boring so. All right, well, Rebecca, we have our first challenge, and yeah. this is your, this is you. Tell me all about this yes. opening challenge. Okay, so in our opening beach challenge, um, all of the tribes have to get into pairs, and so each of the pairs race through this. There's like uh, mud and under a net, and then they have to dig in the sand to get themselves under a log. And then go get two giant, like, heavy puzzle pieces and then bring them back to where the rest of the tribe is. Um, So they do that in pairs. And then once they have all their pieces, there's, uh, I believe it was three tribe members that worked together to create the puzzle, Mm -hmm. which turned into, like, some steps. 
And then uh, one person used a pole to retrieve the flint and the first, basically the first tribe to get their flint wins. And then uh, we got Sweat versus Savvy, or not really versus Savvy, but Sweat or Savvy again this year. So second place got to choose if they wanted to do Sweat or Savvy. And then third place, otherwise known as the losers, had to do the other one that wasn't chosen. Jeff loves to make that a point. That's like the only time Jeff can trash talk anybody. He's like, yeah, oh, last place, otherwise known as the losers. The Jeff's losers. Like, the only time Jeff can really like trash talk the players and get away with it. Yeah. Um, I love it when Jeff gets sassy or savage. Oh, it's yeah. Just, it's great. I rewatched um, recently with Mary Nick, mm-hmm. Survivor Nicaragua. And Jeff is like, even though the season itself is very, eh, I mean, it's OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff's very savage and sassy in that season. Yes. One of the most sassiest seasons. So. Yes. <laughs> oh, I miss it. It won't happen again. I like when, so when uh, we get glimpses of it, I, I enjoy it. It's why yeah. I like J- Jeff is perfect for the show and yes. not the amazing race, which was a whole thing. So, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So orange Nami tribe wins. Now I'm not mm-hmm. a, I'm not an anime. I'm not big in anime, but I have heard through a lot of comments that the show one piece features a character named Nami. I Googled oh. her and then I immediately went, oh, no, I'm going to get recommendations I don't want on my computer. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> so oh, I mean, no. nothing inappropriate, but it's definitely yeah. like, oh, I see why people like her, if you know what I mean. Uh, just yeah. based on images, I don't know anything. So don't yeah. rip me it apart. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> I was like, why are people so into this person named Nami from the show? Oh, OK. Oh, that's oh, why. Oh, okay. she's hot. All right. Gotcha. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get first. Green Sega, mm-hmm. I'm going to call him by the color of the name so people mm-hmm. know who we're talking about. The Green Sega tribe gets second. So mm-hmm. last season, 45 of Sweat and Savvy. This time it's Sweat or Savvy, as you pointed out. But right. the twist here is it's sight unseen you're, you're, taking the, you're making the choice. Because before it was never sight unseen they made the choice. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a good point. All the, the first four seasons of the new era, it was they got to see and make a choice. And then mm-hmm. last season, there was no choice because it was you're doing both, whether you like it or yeah. not. And then yeah. this season, they had a choice, but they didn't get to know exactly what the task was going to be. Mm-hmm. So Green gets second, and they decide, hey, well, let's not work ourselves to death. We'll do the savvy <laughs> challenge. And I got to tell you, I was a little confused when it happened. I mean, I get it yeah. now in retrospect, but at the moment, I was like, I was with them. I'd be like, I would, in the, in the heat of the moment, the timer and the cameras on the first day of Survivor, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got that either. Yeah. I, yeah, I was... It, there was a lot going on in that savvy challenge and it was kind of hard to follow. So yeah. Yeah. First day of survivor, the adrenaline's pumping. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I would have done well with that either. That's like, just give me the physical brute task yes. of wearing myself out. I don't know. I don't yeah. think better, but I mean, I feel like under pressure, like you have a lot, uh, four hours yeah. to do the water. And even if you yeah. fail or not, at least I don't have to think too much about what I'm doing. That's yeah. You're so right. And also like of all the times to put yourself through something that physically demanding, I feel like day one is the time to do that because you're, you've eaten recently, like you're well rested, like you're in the best shape that you're going to be in the whole season or the whole time out there. Mm. So yeah, no, I agree though. If your game plan is to appear dumb, do savvy and fail epically. I mean, if, you're, if that's your game plan. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Rebecca, you're going to be podcasting with me on Friday night, which we'll release on yes. YouTube on Saturday uh, about yep. pay, about the traders. And I'm I've come to the conclusion that I think on the traders, the best position is to be the one where you're playing dumb. 
So yeah, that's true. <laughs> sometimes it works, you know. Yeah, just yeah. Be, it's a strategy for look, sure. Look dumb. I don't know though, and and Survivor's a little different because tribes of th- of six. It's like you don't want to be a weak, yeah. weakly a weak link. Whereas in the traders, yeah. everyone's just one big group. So different show. We do encourage you all to check yeah. out that show. By the way, if you don't know, what we're talking about the traders. It's on Peacock. It's basically a big budget version of Mafia set in Scotland. That's the best way to put that. Yeah, it's, it's it pretty epic. Features <laughs> past Survivor players like Sri, Stephanie, Lagrosa, Parvati, Sandra. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't checked it out, watch it. But I encourage you to watch season one before season two because a player from season one does return season two. And yes. I don't know if it's going to spoil anything else for season two, but I, I think that's uh, just watch them in order. You'll enjoy it. You will. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, uh, so I mean, Green fails at the task. I don't blame them. Charlie and Ben. It happens. Things mm-hmm. happen. But the purple Yanu tribe, Rebecca. Yeah. What happened? What? what yeah. What, what went <laughs> on here? So what happened is they gave up. Specifically, Jelinski gave up. The legend, so, the legend Jelinski, yeah, get it right. Yeah, he he likes to talk a big game. And Jelinski is an, a very interesting person because he's a, what, like a slot machine salesman mm-hmm. in Vegas, I yes. think is what his job description was. Do you think he goes casino so, to casino like he walks around <laughs> selling yeah, slot machines? I guess, I guess I heard that and I was like, oh, Vegas, like he must be good at like, you know, cards and like manipulating people and like you know whatever but that is not i think he's just a salesman like i I, and not not to say like (laughs) not say just a salesman in like a demeaning way but like he he didn't bring the level of like cunning and gameplay that i thought he was going to um and yeah so they so they're doing like the sweat challenge Mm. which did look very challenging i mean they had to fill like two giant urns with buckets that had you know holes in them and so you have to like walk all the way from the ocean to however far it was to the urns and like you're losing water and it did look very challenging but they had i think four hours to complete the challenge and within like an hour and a half Jelinski was like yeah this is impossible i'm giving up and then he takes the timer and throws it towards like on the beach and it shatters so Jelinski, and, I think Rebecca, if you'll let yes. me go here, um, yes, just please. let me run with this. I think he's playing 40 chess. You see, Jelinski has seen yeah. the new era of Survivor. He watched 4142. Mm-hmm. He saw that if there is an hourglass and you mm-hmm. break it, you get to not only go back in time, Survivor yeah. style, of course, because you can't literally go back in time. But you know, <laughs> as you go back in time, you get to change the result of the challenge. So he maybe he was thinking, I break the hourglass. And of mm-hmm. course, we win the challenge because I'm going to change the result of this <laughs> of of the previous immunity or not the immunity the uh, challenge we did on the beach, and we actually yeah. won. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're so right. And you, if 40, only that we were the even, case, we couldn't even think. As, our brains are not as big as the legend Jelinski. Yeah, okay? he's he's outplaying Jeff. He's outplaying <laughs> the entire Survivor team. Yeah, <laughs> I want to point out that somebody else was also from Las Vegas. Uh, his name is Sammy. He's only 19 years old. Oh, didn't yes. know that. Big Sounds secret. familiar. Sorry, yep. sorry yep. for just now telling everybody. I will somehow figure out how to get all of the running jokes in this podcast. Just work Absolutely. with me. Here. That's the first yep. one. Uh, I will point out that <laughs> David's 21. Uh, Sammy, mm-hmm. his real age right now, is actually 21 as well. So he was also Jelinski was also 19 with Sammy was 19. 
Big brain, 40 chess. He was thinking ahead. I know. I know. It's all coming together. All come together. Yep. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So let's go some other things I got here. So that's, that's the challenges. Both teams fail. By the way, after 44, Rebecca, I don't know mm-hmm. if I talked about with you specifically. I know I did with Mary, but I was going, I was like, man, everybody just succeeds at these sweat or savvy challenges. Like what's the point of them? Yeah. Here we have had back-to-back seasons of failure. So, yes. uh, good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Though in this case, I think the Purple Tribe may have, I think Jelinski was right that they weren't going to get it. Don't, I mm-hmm. think he was right. But you, the appearance of quitting is huge. Yeah. It's one yeah. thing to fail, it's another thing to quit, as we talked about with Hannah and Sean last season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think especially when it's day one and you're making first impressions, like, you want your tribe to know that you're the type of person who is going to give everything that you have to like win the game or to, you know, win an advantage for your tribe or whatever it is. Like, yeah, you don't want to become known as the quitter on day one because that isn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to come around and bite you for sure. As we saw tonight. Still better than Hannah though. (laughs) Yes, that is true. He didn't quit the game. He just quit a, challenge a little little different well yeah he quit a couple things but not the game so that is true he said not only did he say that if he gets jess out he'll be a legend but also he did say that jeff likes to talk about the monster and he's the monster so jelinski the monster legend is here to play all right (laughs) don't don't get it twisted it's too bad he's not staying around longer so i can make jokes uh, uh, about jelinski so we get a couple backstories but I don't know if I'm not going to qualify any of these as backstories because there's no flashback to pictures, which mm-hmm. I appreciated, by the way. <laughs> I really did yep. appreciate because in preseason stuff they were posting on Instagram, Twitter, wherever they were posting all the stuff at, they were doing flashbacks. Uh, that's where you just keep them there. Just keep it's okay. Just sh- keep them on socials where I can ignore them. But because somebody made a super cut, Rebecca, on Reddit of all the sad backstories into one video. And I was like, holy cow. And you put them all side by side by side like this. It yeah. is excessive. Even yeah. more so than you can understand watching them all separated. So, um, yeah. Bonus- well, even like in the episode last season, I think in in episode one was it last season or it might have been forty three. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. yeah, there was one where it was. It felt like everyone's an underdog because everyone yes. had like a sob story in the first couple episodes, and so forty one, yeah. forty two, forty three, and maybe forty four had that. Forty five, yep. they waited till episode five to do it. Um, okay. Yep. Because the Jake and Dia got it in episode five of forty-five. Yes. Okay. But no, the first four seasons of the new era, it was excessive. Ex- I think forty-four they slowed down a little bit, but for 41, 42, 43 it was like, holy cow! Can we just like, <laughs> yeah. ha- like, can we just watch Survivor? To breathe. Yeah. Here. Can I watch yeah. Survivor? Do I need to hear yeah. everyone's sad story? So this is if we're gonna do it, this is the way to do it. Because I bring it up because Bonnie said he lived in a mud hut in India, and he, he was there for yeah. eighteen years, and I'm like. Okay, we didn't cut to a picture of him in a mud in India. Mm. Thank you. I can just, it's okay. You can just tell me that. Great. I didn't, it felt less like it was being forced on me to sympathize with them. He's like, it's more like, here's the, here's the facts. I'm excited. Like, look where I came from. Like, I'll, I'm on your team, dude. You know, I'm with you, Banu. Um, and then later, uh, we also got Maria is from Lebanon. I, I think mm-hmm. I'm saying that country right. I apologize if I'm not. Uh, and I want to point out, Rebecca, that. The show loves cast people from all walks of life, people from every location. And I applaud them from that for that. Like Survivor just goes above and beyond. They they like cast people from everywhere. They do Mm -hmm. not discriminate. 
um, all 46 states of the United States plus all these other countries get cast from. And I applaud them for that. They don't they don't ignore anyone. So, yeah. Did you catch the sarcasm? Yeah. Yeah, I did a little if bit. There. Only yep. Alaska, West Virginia, New Mexico, North Dakota weren't shoved. We're literally casting people from <laughs> Lebanon, but we can't get anybody from these four. You know, it's been 46 yep. seasons. We're back. OK. All right. Yeah. Um. Also, someone was from Canada. I think they mentioned as well this season. Well, that's expected. That's OK. I yeah, we're past that. Is is Canada the forty seventh state Canada in the Survivor universe? Is our donut coffee loving brothers, mm. sisters. Okay. We Canada's fine. I don't like that they come in and win every time, it seems like. Yeah. But you know, what am I gonna do? Gonna yeah, do? they're just so nice, you know. Yeah, they're just so gosh darn nice when they win and take my million dollars. <laughs> I don't, oh, it's it's your million dollars? Oh, when I when, when America loses, I lose. There you go. Okay. I'm a true patriot. But for real though, like I cannot believe we're like anything to anything to avoid casting people from these force anything and watch that Rebecca watch that that's mm-hmm. the hard correction we'll make next season it's like everybody's just from those four states <laughs> only people from those four only states. people from Alaska West Virginia New Mexico North Dakota now and I'll be like Rebecca. honestly I'd be on board with that that's the four tribes it's just people they have to start with four tribes instead of three the Alaska people tribe. from those different states and like the Alaska tribes all like buff like wilderness people the West Virginia yes. tribe. They're all like angels because it's almost heaven, as John Lennon said. People from New Mexico. I'm like, I don't even know what people from New Mexico look like. Has anybody ever yeah. like lived there before? I don't know. And then North Dakota is just like a bunch of pale white people who mm-hmm. speak like the, from the movie Fargo. Basically Canadians. Yeah. To be honest, I have friends from North Dakota, so I can say that. Oh, yeah, we do. Don't we? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say the names <laughs> of the podcast, but yes, I, yeah, we do have friends from North. Yeah. Dakota. Yeah. They're yeah. basically can <laughs> the tribe's just name is basically Canadian, but whatever that is in <laughs> Fijian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, fun and games are over. Uh, <laughs> Tevin over on the orange tribe says, I watch a lot of Andy Griffith and yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm cutting ahead a little bit here because Hunter also watches yeah. Andy Griffith and then they have mm-hmm. their whole Andy Griffith alliance and it yeah they got the copy there are a lot of fun alliance names in this episode i have to say and the andy griffith alliance my little homeschooled heart was very happy that people know what andy griffith is mary's with you because i believe she also watched a lot of andy griffith growing up yeah she was also homeschooled so it makes sense yeah uh, I watched some Andy griffith growing up i just know that barney has one bullet in his pocket just in case something happens (laughs) That's what I really know. Oh, and Ron Howard. That's where he got started yeah. at. Who I know as a director, yeah. but and and from Happy yeah. Days. But no, he was on Andy Griffith first. Yeah, yeah, he was a little kid on that show. Gosh, he. I wonder if he had parents that got him into that thing, because, or did he just like really break through on Andy Griffith and just took advantage from there? I don't know. Yeah, uh, without looking no up, I have no idea. Um, but his daughter's in a lot of things. Bryce South Howard's been in a lot of yes. stuff. Getting way yeah, off she's topic. in that. This is very <laughs> off topic. She's in that new movie Argyle, which is great. But are you being for real? I've heard it's it. trash. Oh, I enjoyed it. I don't know. Oh. It's a fun movie. Like it's not like it's not like the next like cinematic classic, but it's so fun. So yeah. Liz owns a lot of companies back to Survivor. Yes. <laughs> I have not watched Argyle, so I can't comment. Uh, Liz owns a lot of companies and immediate thought was like, why? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know why, because 
you want to sound cool, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I kind of get it in the sense of like, you can project like, hey, I'm smart. I'm mm. very savvy. Like, I've been successful in life. But I don't know. Like, yeah, you have to downplay it a little bit. I mean, she was just going full on like, yeah, I've started four companies and like I've sold two of them. And like as soon as she said that, I was like, everyone oh. is thinking you have money. Like that's the first thing that everyone's going to think. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm all for like talking about your successes and stuff. But like, I don't know. You got to downplay it a yeah, little bit, especially just, this early in the game. You just don't talk about it. You just don't yeah. have to talk about it. Talk yeah. like talk about whatever your favorite company is and say that you work for them because that is true. Exactly. And you yeah, just you can leave talk about what you do and be like, hey, like I've been successful doing this, like whatever One she said thing. about helping people yeah. email whatever. Like yeah, yeah. like because that okay that sets you up as like okay you're savvy you're smart like yeah. but yeah I don't you're know. not you're not sweat you're just savvy you're not sweat. exactly <laughs> can't be both yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I didn't take a note on this, so I don't know exactly when it happens, but I'm going to bring it up now. Uh, there's a lot of issues with trying to open coconuts. And this is yes. how I know when people are, and I'm, I, this is going to be a blanket judgment statement. So shoot the messenger. I'm the messenger. Yeah. Uh, back in earlier seasons, we've seen it multiple times when locals will come to their camp as a reward. Now they haven't done this in a while, but locals come to their camp and be like, Hey, if you don't have any, things any um machetes or whatever to open mm-hmm. your coconut with put a sharpened stick in the ground and then mm-hmm. crack your coconut like this on it and they've shown this rebecca in many many seasons i remember specifically yep. in survivor and i want to now if i go on survivor i know this because i've seen survivor i know oh if i make a sharpened <laughs> stick and i put it in the ground i do it the right angle i can get the coconut so i see people trying to do every way but that i'm like okay well just uh, all right how okay people say they're super fans but like I've seen this enough times on the show Survivor to know this is why I should try. Even if I fail at it, yeah. I should try this. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to judge everyone, but like, come on, get it together. <laughs> yeah. I feel like especially in this new era, like knowing that you're going to come into the show with like so little resources and like it's probable that you're not even going to have a machete for the first couple of days, like just from a statistical standpoint. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's certain things you got to know. And yeah, I think the coconut thing is one. Uh, Making knowing fire, Knowing how to start fire is yep. like so obvious. And I feel like there's still people that don't know that coming in, like when they hit the island. And it's like, how do you not know that? Like, yeah. that's that seems super basic. But yeah, I, I hate to throw a blanket judgment. And that's why I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. I mean, for real, I hate to throw a blanket judgment because we're not hearing from everybody about their all their skill sets. Some people are probably known to mm-hmm. make fire or they feel like, yeah, I practice it, but I just don't want to like be the one to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I get it, but at the same time, then the fact that nobody tried the technique we've seen, like, a, like, I don't say a thousand times, but a bunch of times on survivors, like, like, are okay. I'm like, are you a super fan? Cause okay. Anyways, I'm done with my blanket judgment. So soda starts <laughs> the fire. Good for her. Yeah. Um, this is also Camp the same, counselor. yes, the same lady who said that she wants to play like survivor 42, mm-hmm. just the whole season, I guess, just. <laughs> when asked preseason who do you want to play like she said survive 42 i was like oh perfect <laughs> any player in particular <laughs> did she mean did she, did she mean marianne maybe <laughs> yeah could be because i will say she gives off kind of marianne vibes that's, i think that's the archetype they gave her yeah yeah she, big personality we got to hear like a lot of 
fun quotes from her. So, yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, so she starts the fire. There's a lot of camp songs. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone's singing the camp songs. Hunter's like, I've been a camp counselor and I don't like camp songs. I've been trying to get away from them. And here they have followed me like a plague. Poor Hunter. Poor Hunter. <laughs> Mary could relate. I looked over at Mary. She's like, mm. <laughs> Mary's never even been a camp counselor. I've been a camp yeah. counselor. I yeah. don't really remember the songs part. Uh, I mean, yeah. I know we did. It. I just, that's not, I don't remember disliking it. I like being a camp counselor. Have you ever been one, Rebecca? I've never been a camp counselor, but I did attend camp as a youth all the as, way through high school. As a youth. So <laughs> back in the day. Yes. Yeah. As a youth. Um, those, those youths. <laughs> so during the challenge, this is before the hourglass break, Jelinski, mm-hmm. and he's going to say this again later. Uh, Jelinski, the monster legend, says several hours is seven, not four. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't catch that at first until he repeated it later at the challenge. And I really appreciated that everyone's reaction was just, what? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I'm Googling this now. <laughs> no, because I think several is like more than like two or three. Because I think a couple is like two or maybe three. And then several is is like three or more. Uh, a couple's not three. That's... uh. <laughs> A yeah. lot of, I think a lot of marriages will tell you couples not three, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've never heard of a thruple? Uh, we're going to stop there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Keep the podcast PG there, Rebecca, as far as I want to go on that one. So, uh, yes, a couple Fair is enough. two. Uh, beyond Fair that enough. is, in my opinion, I agree with you. Three is the beginning of several for me. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. I think of several. So four to me is like a general like kind of gray area. Because, yeah, I, I have heard people say it, it's a little more rare, but I've heard people say a couple and mean three. But most of the time it means two. I'm going to attend your wedding. I'm gonna be like, oh, there's three people getting married. Today. OK, all right. You're like, yeah, dearly beloved couple. I'm like, oh, Rebecca was OK. She told me, I guess. All right. Yeah, I warned you right here. OK, so I Googled several it says being of a number more than two or three. But not okay. many. So I guess yeah. several starts at four. What is three then? If two is a couple, three is a crowd. I mean. <laughs> yeah, third wheel maybe. I don't know. I think that three is a gray area. It can mean like you can say either a couple or several or a few. Any of those things can hmm. mean three. A few. Yes. A few would be three, I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not seven. I mean, it can be. It's not seven. It's, it's not definitely not seven. It's not exclusively seven. It's not like six is several is not right. six. Several is not eight. No, several is just yeah, seven. Yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, several seven. They're similar words. Yeah. And everyone was just like, no. So you buy slot machines from Jelinski. He's like, I'm gonna sell you several of these. You're like, okay, cool. I'm getting like four. No, he gives you yeah. seven. You're like, oh, well, it's a better deal than I was I expecting, mean, I guess. Technically, yeah, he just upsold you, though. So maybe <laughs> he's a good salesman. Maybe Wait. he's out here playing 4D chess and none of us he's are playing, keeping up with him. He's playing several D chess. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 7D chess. Several D chess. 7D chess. <laughs> yep. All right. So we get uh, we go over to Ben and Ben's super positive. He's super into music. Um, we get mm-hmm. this whole positive segment from him. But I, I, if I'm recalling later on, it didn't sound like Ben was going to be a part of the majority numbers because it was an all women's alliance plus Charlie for Charlie's mm-hmm. angels on the green tribe. So yeah. Ben being super positive actually didn't do him any favors in terms of alliance, though. We saw this last season with Sifu, who was super into music, and that did him no favors either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say he has 
maybe a little bit of Sifu vibes. He's not quite as much of a character, but in the sense that he he seems like he's really like fun to have around camp. But I yeah, I don't know. He's not in a great position in the tribe at the moment. Yeah, and you know, and it, it, we'll see. When you got to go tribal, yeah, that's when one. feet are yeah. put to the flame. You know what's really going to happen yeah. here? We're just talking right now. As a green tribe, they're just talking, and nothing's actually yeah, happening. Yeah. Um, we see Mariah say she's. Oh, we really do hear. It feels like we hear from everyone. I don't know if we skipped anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't think we did. Mariah. I mean, the show, not me. I'm sure I did. Mariah says she mm-hmm. struggles to make connections, but she connects with the other ladies. So I feel like that would. I believe it or not, despite how I sound on this podcast, I think that's my. That would be my struggle too. I'd be like, like mm-hmm. I will go for it, but I am not natural at making connections with a ton of people. Some yeah. people, not a ton. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. Like, if I have things in common with people, I can connect with them. But, like, yeah, when you're put in a situation where it's, like, such a diverse group and you you have to, like, find connections with people, it doesn't necessarily come naturally. That, yeah, I would struggle with that as well. Whenever we go to those, I'm not going to name the festival. Whenever we go to the film festival to Rebecca, <laughs> and you, Mary and I, you're yeah. there. I'm like, I'm like. Like, there's just so many people here. <laughs> I yeah. Don't, I don't really want to talk to all of them. <laughs> yeah. But also, I kind of do, but like, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah, I get it. I mean, with Survivor, like, it is fewer people because it's like, what, six people on a tribe? But yeah. It, it's like so important. Plus, and cameramen I feel like are the there thing, watching like, you. Yeah. It's like, there's so much pressure on it where it's like, yeah, the world is literally watching. And also, like, I have to have good, solid connections with all five of these other people who are from different walks of life and different, just different experiences. And, like, I feel like it would just be too much pressure in the moment. I get it. Day one, I'm like, I'm either going to be totally jacked up or I'm going to be a little bit like, uh, hopefully yeah. I'd be on the jacked up side. That's not always yeah. the answer, though, as we see with Ben here. So. Uh, if Jess goes totally introverted though I wonder how much of this is I don't know if she's sick on day one but by the time day three comes around Jess is sick mm-hmm. I don't know if she's puke I'm not saying puking or anything I'm just like Jess not getting any sleep and her yeah. brain's mush like a Ben there yeah she's sick I think that's I mean yeah the lack of sleep would be set like that would be killer that would yeah that'd be tough Ugh, I feel for Jess I'm actually I'm actually a little worried that they didn't they should just in my opinion, should vote her off over Jelinski mm-hmm. for the sake of the tribe. We'll see long term if this pays off. Because if let's say that they do win challenges and Jess stays, she may, probably is the better person to go to the end. I mean, not to the end, but like to be aligned with. Mm-hmm. She might be the better person to be aligned with. But if you don't win challenges because you have a sick tribe member, you know, yeah. it probably. But what's better, a sick tribe member who's going to give everything they have, or? a stronger player who might just quit like halfway through the challenge, you know? Uh, I don't know. It's a, there's pros and cons to both. There so, are. I'm not yeah. saying there was a clear cut decision tonight by any means. They yeah. both, they both were equally valid. Yeah. I don't know. I think if I was in this position, I would have gotten rid of Jelinski. Like, I don't know, even with just being sick or not sleeping or whatever it's just i don't know yeah i would rather have someone who's like fully committed to being there than someone who might quit on me halfway Mm. through i think that's just like i just i don't know yeah for me personally i would not appreciate that we do see the monster legend jelinski interact Mm -hmm. with kenzie they both have Mm -hmm. similar tattoos apparently i didn't 
I, I'm like, what are the odds of that? But they have yeah. similar tattoos, and she calls herself Queen of the Tribe. Now, yeah. I can't tell if Kenzie's being set up as the way too cocky person who's going to get her comeuppance later. It's very possible. Mm-hmm. Or is this just calling her shot? My gut feeling is maybe on the cocky side, mm-hmm. uh, based on so yeah, far. Yeah, I, I feel the same way, because like her, I think her first, like the first time we hear her talking, she's like, um, I'm, you know, looking for the, whatever, the disco ball, and like, I'm just, I'm ready to party, you know? And... She seems like, yeah, very much like a social player for sure. But like, I don't know if she's. She could play herself out of this game. She could play her way out. Yeah. Yeah. I do get cocky vibes from her for sure. Yeah. Uh, So. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry for that. Uh, Yeah, that's the feeling I get too. So uh, Tevin likes Hunter. They make the Andy Griffith Alliance. We kind of talked about that before. Uh, there's the Charlie's Angels, which is all all the green women combined with Charlie. Charlie's like, I work with women, so this will be great. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim does see this, though. And Tim mm-hmm. was my preseason winner pick with Mary. Just based on his bio, we had no video to go by. Uh, after seeing this episode, I don't think Tim... I, I can't say 0% chance, but Tim is definitely giving me not winning this game vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. Like, nothing here... Unless they're really pulling 40, I mean, uh, pulling out some big moves on us here, Rebecca. Tim's one yeah. of my early, like, I don't think he's winning people. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. He didn't really do anything that, like, I don't know, stood out to me as, like, oh, yeah, that's, like, a winner there, you know? Yeah. I hate to say it. So Venus is worried. People will think she's a princess. Um, and then she goes idol hunting, which we see a lot of this episode. This is all part yeah. of they film this for 60 minutes. So we get a lot of stuff that just doesn't matter. Like Venus mm-hmm. idol hunting doesn't matter because she didn't find mm-hmm. anything. Just all a uh, smoke screen. But at one point somebody calls her poverty light, not poverty 2.0 poverty mm-hmm. light. And I'm just like, I, I told Mary like 14 years after heroes versus villains, we're still doing this. Yeah. To no one else to compare to. <laughs> yeah Parvati's, is it because she's on the traders right now so they left it in i don't i don't think so <laughs> yeah like Parvati hasn't I done know. anything I mean, noteworthy on survivor in 14 years yeah yeah i mean i i think she was like well she wasn't even like the first to do it necessarily but like i don't know she was she's an iconic player of course but yeah it is kind of like and people i feel like people kind of use that as like a i don't know a trump card in a sense of like oh, let's throw this person under the bus because I'm going to call them like a poverty type and, you know, it's so big tired. red flags there, you know? Yeah, and so it's tired. like, what does that even mean at this point? Like, Who I feel cares? like it's just a thing you say when you feel intimidated by a young woman. And it, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, kind of weird. Did we get, I don't think we got the theme song tonight, did we? No, we did not. Two hours we still, and we're definitely getting it next week. They need to, they got time to burn next week, so we should be getting yeah. it next week, I assume. They might um, put it in a couple times. Doubtful that it will spoil the winner like last <laughs> season's did when it spoiled D. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I that was interesting. I hope it doesn't spoil it. It's yeah. one of those things they could easily change, Consider because if they'd gone all last season and nobody noticed, they could have done it again, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. because people did notice, they're not, I doubt they're going to do it again. So It's just, they, they, they like to throw, I, and by the way, I am all for... Wi- the editor's giving us winter hints that in retrospect, like, oh, yep, sure enough, there it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't like when it's halfway through the season, we've already figured it out. That's the mm-hmm. that's the lame part. So, 
All right. Randon says she's the, oh, so Randon specifically called Venus idol hunter. He's another one who I'm like, he has not gotten the kind of content makes me think he's going very far. Yeah. 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 Especially given how this whole interaction goes down. Cause he catches Venus idol hunting and then says that she's like a poverty type. And he goes and talks to, is it soda? Is that her? I believe her I, name is, I think I'm pronouncing it's longer right. than soda, but I believe we but can call her soda and by. be okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um so he like wrong. goes to he goes to her and like talks about it and so then Soda's like, Oh, well, okay, now I don't trust Randon and then she goes and like kinda teams up with Venus. And so yeah, I feel like in that whole interaction, Randon just kind of like I don't know, didn't end up in a good spot. No. Like yeah, I think he like thought, Oh, maybe I'll like earn some trust here, but he really didn't and kind of put a target on his back, so yeah. So the boats show up to every camp and my mm-hmm. eyes rolled to the back of my head immediately. <laughs> the moment they showed up, I know it's going to come. It happens every new era season, but mm-hmm. they showed some people going, Oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh my gosh. Oh, what? <laughs> what is this? What? And I'm like, is this your first yeah. season of survivor? Or are we only showing the people who are here? Cause they are, or know how to play up to the cameras. Cause they had, they cut to me on the Island eyes back on my head. Like, Oh, <laughs> honestly i not that would be so entertaining to have someone who's like i don't know like a gym from the office where like every time something happens you just look directly at the camera jim's the camera yeah what yeah just one season we get somebody who jims the camera and that's just like their thing i would love that yeah that's amazing (laughs) and idols found on the path at waist tight jim's the camera like oh brother i by the way uh you know what Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I would go out and do Survivor to be that person. <laughs> the thing is, they would never leave it in the show. You would do this That's and they true. wouldn't leave it in. It's go. It's a, it's too meta for Survivor. To, yeah. To leave Unless in the show. that was the only thing I talked about in all my confessionals. <laughs> I'm a huge office then, fan. I love Jim <laughs> from the office when he gyms the camera and then they'll cut to it's my favorite B-roll thing. footage of you doing it. <laughs> That's the only way it would be included. Yeah. <laughs> Your personality could not be about Taylor Swift or Rebecca. It'd have to be about the office. Yeah. Oh, I got to pick one thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, we are doing three dimensional characters now. So I guess you could pick three things that are your oh. character type. Okay. So I've got Taylor Swift and the yeah. office. Got to yeah. come up with a third thing. Probably okay, something not media related. Maybe something like a real mm. life character trait. Oh, like have actual depth to me as a person. No. Not just like, no, okay, no. gotcha. You're gotcha. also a podcast host. There you go. That's yeah, true depth. Go. Yes. Yeah. True depth. Takes That'll a work. lot. To talk on about a show on the internet, it we yeah. had to go to college. We got master's degrees, not yep. PhDs. I'm not yep. a doctor yet. Yeah. All right, so put in our ten thousand hours. We get this journey. The note says, "Get on the boat," <laughs> yep. and I'm just like, "You didn't have to include a note." Like people just figured yep. this one out on their own. Uh, <laughs> there's yep. no twist to getting on the boat. It's just pick somebody. Yeah. So, all right. Yep. Well, we get uh Tevin. Uh, I believe it's Mariah or Maria. I could be saying that wrong. Mm-hmm and Jelinski. And can you explain mm-hmm. this card game, Rebecca? Yeah. So essentially they see three large cards on like a little table thing on the beach. And uh, there's three cards. So one has a torch icon, one has a vote icon, and one has a skull icon. So they're supposed to shuffle the cards and then each of them pulls a card and whoever has the torch card has to announce it and show it to the other two players. And then the other two players, who one of them has the vote card, one of them has the skull card, 
They each have to try to convince the person with the torch card that they have the vote card. So if the person with the torch card correctly chooses who has the vote, then the two of them each get an extra vote. And then the person who has the skull card loses their vote. Um, And then if I understood it correctly, I think if the person with the torch card chooses incorrectly, I think everyone loses their vote. Or I wasn't clear on if everyone loses their vote or if the person with the vote card still got to keep it. My understanding is, sorry to interrupt you, but my understanding on that is that the torch person needs to pick Mm -hmm. the person with the vote. And if they do, then the torch person and the vote person get to get an extra vote. But if the yeah. torch person picks is the picks the skull, the skull person gets an extra vote and they are to lose their vote. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And that would make sense because yeah, because the the you want the people who have the skull and the vote to like try and convince the person with the torch that they have the vote card. So that what, makes sense. What were your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this? You know, I thought it was kind of interesting because it is like, okay, You've literally just met these people. You've talked to them like maybe two sentences and now you have to figure out who's lying. So like from that perspective, I thought it was interesting. And it is kind of fun that it's like, I don't know, it's it's something that feels a little interactive in terms of like watching it, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, okay, this person's lying and like trying to figure out who's telling the truth and whatever. Um, the way it went down, though, was like almost kind of like... I don't know. I don't want to say boring because it was like it was just funny because like uh, Maria had the torch card. So Tevin and Jelinski, Tevin had the vote. Jelinski had the skull card. And so Tevin is honest and he's like, you know, I have the vote card. Jelinski like tries to lie and say that he has the vote card. But then like Maria basically like pulls out the mom card and is like, well, if you're lying to me, I'm going to have to go back and tell my whole tribe that you're not trustworthy. And he just folds like immediately. He just like he's like, you know what? You're right. I have the skull card. (laughs) And I feel like that was just the worst of all worlds because like you lied. Everyone knows that you lied. And then also like you weren't he, he just didn't commit to it. And I, so I don't know. So I guess what I'm saying is like, I think the concept of the game is interesting, but I don't think it was really played to its full potential in this episode. So might be nice to see it come back again at some point. But yeah, I don't know. What did you think about it? I Googled the word contrived and I it, it explains my thoughts exactly. It's not okay. spontaneous, natural. It feels labored. I That's mm-hmm. how I felt about it. I'm like, this is boring. Even Mm -hmm. if it went exactly to plan and people committed to their lie. Eh. eh, Yeah. It's just like we did. We we drove them on boats to here to play. And then that's it. And that's all we did. Okay. All right. This is a waste of time. If you want to hand out advantages, just hand out advantages, which we did before, by the way. We planted them right next to the Mm -hmm. fire. And I complained about that, too, because that's even worse. Yeah. But. (laughs) Why do we have yep. to do a journey if this is all you can come up with? This is it. Why are we doing this? This yeah. is like a rough draft of an idea, in my opinion. This is not something that should have made the show. This should have been this should have been left on the table and said, hey, let's come back to this for 4748 and come up with a better version of this. Because this is lame. I don't know if they yeah. practiced this. 
uh, with like dream teamers and like, Oh, this is good. <laughs> this has got to be in the premiere of the show. Like, all right. At least with yeah. the journey up the mountain, they had to journey up a mountain and we got a pretty view out of it mm-hmm. at the worst. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I almost wonder if there's like some, it, yeah, like, kind of like you're saying this being a draft of an idea. I wonder if there's like some layer that they could add to it to make it more interesting. Because like, I think part of it was like, you're trying to determine if complete strangers are lying. And like, so, yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. And it's also like, I don't know. The stakes are high, I guess, kind of, but it, yeah, it it needed something more. You're right. They could have done this after the merge. And I do mean after mm-hmm. the merge, not the merge story after the merge. And it would have been interesting because like, these are people I know people I'm living with and then you do it and it's like, okay, you know, that's mm-hmm. different. Cause it's like you, number one can have a read on these people. Number two, now there's some sort of social dynamic that goes into this. Cause if there's any payoff to this socially, it's not going to happen for, I don't know, till episode four when we have a tribe swap. If we have a tribe swap, which I assume we will, because 45 mm-hmm. had one. Um, but that doesn't mean we're going to have one. That's like, okay, so we're going to pay off maybe in three episodes, but not really because Jalinsky is gone anyways. So yeah, exactly. there's nothing to pay off socially at all. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, eh, whatever. Whereas mm-hmm. if you did this post merge, if they had to do, if they had to do this version of the idea, it pays off immediately because all these people mm-hmm. are living together and they're voting for each other that episode. So, mm-hmm. eh, contrived just because there's a premiere and we got to do something, I guess for a journey, but cut like if you're going to do this, come up with a better version of this or do it a better time. In my opinion, sorry to be so negative yeah. on this one, but it's just like, I watched him like, who cares? Yeah. This is the first time I'm all upset. I was like, who cares? Yeah. All right, cool. And then Jelinski, yeah, he like lies and then doesn't commit to it. And I'm like, the moment I yeah. saw the moment this was presented, I said, just tell him the tr-. like from the moment I was like, just tell, just tell the truth. Like, yeah. There's just no benefit to lying in this situation. Like, yeah, I don't know. I know the producers in there are like, come on, let's play this game. Yeah. 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 And like they're really egging you on. So you feel like you should, you're on survivor, mm-hmm. you know, you, you gotta yeah. be uh, basically a yes man to a degree to get on the show. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I know that works, but yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah. I don't care. We move on. It's basically long story short. It's Tevin and, uh, Maria or Mariah. I'm going to figure it out one day. I think it's Maria. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Maria because there's also a Mariah, Mariah yeah. on the same tribe. So I, th- I think it's Maria, but I, yeah, I could be wrong. I'm with you. I think it's Maria as well. Okay. So Jelinski quits again on that challenge. He tells his tribe the truth. <laughs> and I mean, his tribe is mad at him. Yeah. Which like, fair enough. Like, <laughs> I think that that was something that I thought was kind of funny is like, you could at least like try and make yourself look a little bit better when you're telling the tribe about this. <laughs> like I would not have told them like, yeah, I tried to lie and then I failed. And then I just, just like gave up immediately. Yeah. Cause the reason is because now his tribe has seen him give up twice in, in two, two days, like two things. And, and he wanted so bad to go on this journey. And so I don't know. Yeah. It's just, you're setting yourself up. Like you're making this part of your, your character at like, I don't know. This is your first impression to your tribe. And I don't know. I thought it was a bad move personally, especially to Bonnie who wanted to go. So in, in Bonnie's mind, he stole a spot. Yeah. But if, yeah, if you're going to do it, just be like, I, you know, we've got this game. Here's how the rules are. And I immediately realized I'm in a no win situation. So I just told them the truth and just leave it at that. 
And then you and mm-hmm. admit that you lost still, obviously, because yeah. you can't have people depending on you having two votes tribal. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be better than I mean, but he he told the truth. The problem is that he's telling the truth about a lie that he it's like, ugh, dude. Just yeah. just just tell them that. And if they ask, did you at first lie and then tell the truth? I mean, I guess admit to it then, but I don't think anyone's gonna ask that question. Just be like, I told them the truth and I lost my vote. You know, I don't know. I think it's the best way to go about this. It, it really is a no win for Jelinski because if he wins, he angers two people, making them lose their vote. And if he loses, he loses his vote. And apparently he makes his whole tribe mad. So mm-hmm. Jelinski, the monster legend, was in a no win situation. <laughs> but good for good, by the way, good for Maria, like momming him or whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. That was a great move on her mm-hmm. part. I will point out that we see Jelinski telling his tribe. We see Maria telling her tribe. We don't see Tevin telling his tribe. We yeah, don't, so we that don't is see. interesting. So either Tevin's not important enough to, which is weird because Tevin's very important in this episode. Mm-hmm. He starts the whole episode off. So Tevin's important. Yeah. It just means, that I guess, that it isn't important now that Tevin has an extra vote. Maybe it'll be important later, but it's not yeah. immediately important. Therefore, the tribe doesn't need to know, which is probably one of the hints we should have known that Orange wasn't going tribal tonight. Mm-hmm. Because that would have been left in the episode. I feel like if they were going to go, because that's an important part of tribal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, Jess can't sleep. We kind of talked about that earlier, but she really goes on mm-hmm. here. Like no matter where she goes, what she does, she can't sleep. She has ADHD. Uh, all of, but then all of Yanu is idle searching and Tiffany finds mm-hmm. it. Now, what are the rules of this beware advantage? Cause I was a little bit confused. Yeah. It was a bit complex. So she finds the beware advantage and then runs off to read it. And then the the note says, dig below where you found the note. So then she has to run back to where she found the note and dig in like at the base of this rock thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same rock wall that Angelina climbed 50 feet to get her idol on a ladder. Oh, Oh, well, I think it go. might be. I could be wrong. It's just, hey, it's all Fiji. It's all Fiji. It could yeah, be the same location for be. all I know. Could be. Yeah. Um, so she gets this box that has a note attached to it. And basically the note says you don't have a vote right now. And uh, there's a key to open this box. And in the box is where you'll get an idol and you get your vote back. But the only way that you get a clue to where the key is, is if your tribe loses immunity. And so then if your tribe loses immunity, then come back to the same spot and there will be a clue to the key. And then you can, uh, you know, find the key and unlock the box. So, yeah, it was very, very complex. Um, But I did think it was interesting that, like, in order to get her vote back, her tribe had to lose immunity. I liked that. But, yeah, it was it was very uh, confusing for sure. Yeah. Um. This was whatever. This was fine. I liked last yeah. seasons when they had them burn the wax. Stuff like that was more fun. Oh, that uh, was fun. I did yeah. tell Mary and Mary. I think Mary was a little annoyed to me at the moment. So she didn't react as positively as I was hoping to this idea. Uh, <laughs> but when she unearthed the box, my first thought as I guess a troublemaker, maybe uh, a survivor troublemaker to be specific. Yes. Yeah. Knowing how this game is played is to immediately break the box. Do not pull out the note. <laughs> Do not just oh, dig it up. Interesting. Unless somebody's in my ear, 
telling yeah. you I have to pull out the note. So you can claim ignorance. Yeah. Yes. Ex- thank you, Rebecca. It's exactly <laughs> what I said. I said, Mary, first thing you do is you take that box, you bang it against that wall right there. And then if they <laughs> say something and it didn't bust open, okay. But at least you yeah. tried. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, let's avoid the whole losing my vo- vote part. Let's just bang this thing open. And if nobody says a word, well, it yeah. didn't say on the box not to do this. <laughs> You know, but then watch the next season. That I thought the a, note was just going to tell me how to say, use my If idol. you open the box, you permanently lose your vote. Yeah, I <laughs> like, mean, okay, yeah. we'll deal with that when we get to that. Okay, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my point is that the note you just claim ignorance exactly. Be like, hey, I yeah. don't know what this note says. I'm just going to bang this box open. I guess you take it. You got to go corner though. You got to take that corner. You can't just bang the box willy nilly. <laughs> You got to put the corner into the wall. Yeah, you got to use some strategy in this. Yes. Yeah, you have to strategically sure. break the box to for its weak point to bust it open. I don't care if there's mm-hmm. a lock there. The box does not say you need a key to open this. The box is the box with the lock on it. Ignorance. Break the box open. Get your vote <laughs> and the idol. And then uh, if Jeff gets a tribe was like, what happened? Well, I broke the box open. You didn't yeah. go get the key. <laughs> if, if it gets brought if for some reason, and you wouldn't bring it up, though, because you wouldn't tell. Another mistake made here by Tiffany. She tells everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, she tells most of everybody. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? You don't have to tell power. You don't yeah. have to tell it to yourself. Austin did that right last season when he like didn't vote and yeah. didn't tell a soul and nobody know or he didn't tell really. Tell, I forgot who if he told anybody. Mm-hmm. He may have told Drew or whatever. But it's like yeah, we 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 went through Caleb's tribal and people thought Austin voted like perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody needs to know. Yeah. I th- I think there's a lot of like. I don't know. In this season, it seems like there's a lot of enthusiasm for playing the game, which is like not necessarily a bad thing, but like, yeah, it can lead to I I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, you find an idol, you know, this early in the game, like that's exciting. You want to tell people, but also like strategically don't tell people. I mean, and it's funny, too, is that I know I did not watch these videos, but I did see a bunch of comments mm-hmm. about it. About how I guess preseason Tiffany said she wouldn't tell anyone anything if she found an idol. Oh boy. So the irony is real. Yep. The irony is real. And I can't judge. I haven't been on the show. I can't sit here and be like, I would have done that. I mean, I say I wouldn't have done that, but also I like to run my mouth sometimes. (laughs) Would you guess? So maybe I would. And then I'd be like, yep, I did it. So, well, we have our immunity challenge, Rebecca. Tell me all about this. I will admit um, that. The gecko is cool. But other than that, go ahead. I guess let's, yeah. let's, let's tell you about it first. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, the the challenge was relatively simple, but not easy by any means. Um, so, yeah, the whole tribe first had to run up, uh, race up to the top of a ramp, which seemed relatively easy to get up. Everyone got up pretty quick. Um, but on top of the ramp, there's this platform with a giant heavy gecko. I think Jeff said it was like 500 pounds and like 15 feet long, I think he said. That means each person is so, carrying like 80, 90 pounds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just, I mean, yeah, massive gecko. Um, there was, they mentioned geckos a couple times in this episode. So I, I'm that surprised was Geico didn't sponsor the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Seemed like a good uh, or a missed opportunity there, I suppose. But um, so anyway, so at the top of this wall or at the top of the ramp, they have to untie the gecko and then take it down a ramp and then they have to get it over a wall. And we've seen similar things to this in the past with like giant snakes getting it over like a bamboo wall or something. Um, 
So, it, yeah, it's basically that, but uh, so they have to get this giant gecko over the wall, then they have to go through a, like, a narrow tunnel with, like, rope and different things just, like, to make it difficult for, you know, it, it's just an obstacle for, like, the people have to, you know, makes it hard to walk. You can't just walk straight through it. Um, and then once they get through the tunnel, they have to get it up another, like, a final, uh, like, wall. It's not quite a wall. It's like a, a deck thing. Um, and so once they get it up to the top, they clip it in, and then two tribe members will complete a puzzle. And then, yeah, being an immunity challenge, first two tribes to win, or to finish, win immunity. Um, so, yeah, in terms of the challenge, I mean, everyone, you know, was pretty even in the first section getting it you know getting the gecko and getting down the ramp but uh once we got to the wall nami uh the orange tribe they got over the wall very quickly and like very quickly had just a huge lead over the other two tribes like they got all the way to the end and like i think i think they started where they like clipped in and started working on the puzzle wall everyone else was still like stuck trying to get it over this wall um so yeah, Nami uh, completes the puzzle pretty quickly. Um, while they're doing the puzzle, the other two tribes do get there, and like it's not a complete blowout, but they are uh, <laughs> they they had quite a lead going into the puzzle. So they they win. They blow the other tribes out of the water, so they win. And then uh, doing the puzzle for Sika is Mariah and Maria, I believe, is the correct pronunciation. And so, yeah, the two of them, they do a great job. They, you know, slow and steady. They get it done. Uh, Jelinski and Jess are on the puzzle for Yanu, the purple tribe. And oh. Jelinski just seems to... I, I don't know why they put those two people on the puzzle. They put Jelinski, who has, like, made it clear that he will quit. Yeah. And Jess, who has made it very clear that she's dealing with exhaustion yes. and brain fog and other things. So I was kind of like, that was just a poor tribe decision. Did they throw the make... challenge? <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I mean, uh, what? Uh, oh, I'm blanking on Why her name. Why was it Tiffany? Kenzie she... or Tiffany? Yeah. Why yeah. weren't they on this thing? I mean, Tiffany did mention later that she was like excited that they lost because that's how she got the clue to the key for her idol. Mm -hmm. Um. So I, I don't know. They didn't show any of of them like plotting to throw the challenge or anything. But yeah, that was definitely not a good decision. Uh, Jelinski just seemed kind of confused and like not helpful during the puzzle. And so, yeah, long story short, Yanu ends up losing at the puzzle. And so they are the ones that have to go to tribal council. Well, well, well. And be, right before the challenge, Jelinski clarifies that several is seven. So. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Maybe he thought yep. he had several minutes to do the challenge. And he only had a few. Oh, yeah. Or that several of them would get to work on the mm. puzzle. Maybe, Maybe he thought there were several immunities available, but there's only mm. a couple. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so we go back to camp, and this is why. By the way, Rebecca, this is why I thought yeah. Jess was going. I before right before the podcast, Rebecca and I talked a little bit, and I said I really thought Jess was going. I thought the Jolinski thing was just a fake out because they say real plan is mm -hmm. Jess. Jelinski is the fake plan, but then we get a lot of other stuff after that. But I'm like, I bet you it circles back to that was ultimately mm -hmm. is back. But no, no, Jelinski's gone. So I guess we could talk through all this knowing Jelinski's going to go, not Jess. So yeah, we come back to camp. Originally, the real plan is Jess. Jelinski's the fake plan. Tiffany cracks the code, gets the idol, which by the way, unimpressive. The idol, I don't. Mary pointed that out, and yeah. I'm like, I guess it's all the same at yeah. this point. Yeah, 
Because they just want people like, to make fakes. That's true. Yeah, it, it was very simple. Just like kind of a, a bit of like twine or string or something with beads on it. Yeah, the art department doesn't complex. have time to make good uh, hidden immunity <laughs> idols when they're making banging tribe, tribal council sets. Like that's, the tribal council set is amazing. Fair. Yeah. They also had to put together those giant geckos. So I'm sure that took mm. a lot of time and resources. So I know we're at enough. the tribal Maybe, yet. Go ahead. What if one of the geckos was an immunity idol? Maybe somebody should have taken Jeff's knife and cut it open. <laughs> <laughs> and inside is the immunity yeah. idol. Oh, you mean you, you want them to bring know. the whole 500 pound gecko to tribal? <laughs> the, the visual. Yeah, just put it in your pocket. <laughs> Jeff, can I play this? Can I play this gecko? <laughs> I took the challenge. You want to play that? You want to play that gecko? <laughs> yes, Jeff, I want to play this gecko. Oh, man. All That's right. Like, oh, what was that one season? I'm so bad at remembering who it was, but someone like tried to play part of like Jeff's little yeah, podium. That's thing. what I was referencing. Adam and Winners yeah, of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam, that's who it was. Yes. In an international version of Survivor, that was yeah. actually a thing that happened. And Adam was really? like, oh, I wonder if they're doing that in American Survivor. They were not. Though it wasn't a terrible, it wasn't the worst idea. No, it was a great idea and such an iconic moment for sure. Yeah. And I still think they should do that at some yeah. point. I think at some yeah. point you should have to get up and rip a piece of try of the of the uh, voting booth or um, not the voting booth, but Jeff's booth, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and I also think they should hide an idol in the voting booth itself because mm. that's another miss. Like, how have we not done this yeah. still? Uh, I like that. But I think the best one's definitely you got to rip it off of Jeff's podium. Yeah. Still, I still think they should do that. That's Even great. better, have Jeff wear it. It's like a necklace and Jeff is like wearing this <laughs> necklace and you have to go. You have to go and clip <laughs> it off of Jeff's, Jeff's neck. necklace. <laughs> Jeff, I would like to play your necklace. <laughs> Jeff, can I play your necklace? You want to play my necklace? <laughs> the one my daughter made for me? Yeah, you want to give me back my necklace and then you expect me to give you immunity? <laughs> okay. Jeff, just like ask questions constantly rhetorical that he knows the answers to. All right. Um, oh, so Tiffany Kraxko gets the idol uh, mm -hmm. and we basically get Jelinski's like laying down like I ain't really got to do nothing. He thinks Jeff yeah. is gone for sure because he's a monster. Mm -hmm. He is a legend. He is Jelinski. It's too bad he's not staying around so we can't make this the running joke of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can't be. He's gone. No. No. Okay. Even Claire, no. who, by the way, would have <laughs> sat out the immunity challenge tonight as well, was around yeah. for more than one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh man. You know, earlier you said something, and I was going to bring up Sierra voting off from mom, and oh. I missed the opportunity. I told oh, you I, was, I had a way to integrate all these running gags, but uh, yeah. Whatever. Wait. What was the thing I said? I, I could set you up again. Forgot. It's been so long. It's been, oh man. It's been so well. Long. <laughs> You mentioned something, but I didn't want to interrupt you because I have a habit yeah. of doing that to people on the podcast. So, mm -hmm. all right. Well, we go to tribal council, which, by the way, amazing mm -hmm. job again. The art department. Yeah, I, like absolutely. Ever since I want to say 44 is the first new era season where I thought, wow, they do a really good job with tribal. And I don't blame them for 41, 42. They were under extreme circumstances there. That was mm -hmm. literally they had to have two weeks of quarantine for everybody. I got that was a, that was different. I. I cut everybody slack artistically mm -hmm. <laughs> for that season, yeah. those seasons. But starting with 43, they had more time and knowing that what they're going to do. Um, and they did a great job with 44. I don't really remember 43's tribal, but 45, 44, 46. I mean, if, just give them a theme, Jeff. Just give them a theme because they, they yeah. have the ability. 
just can we make whatever the theme is like into the challenges and everything else like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be about fiji i guess but can we just have a theme <laughs> like yeah i don't know warriors or versus monks i don't know i don't know if that's really a Geckos, theme for survivor maybe yeah well i mean it's on the logo and then they well, did they did do it yeah. in the challenge uh unlike the pelicans last season which they never did in a challenge I, I just wish they would give them a theme it could just be like yeah. a just a theme, just a theme that go that just permeates throughout all the challenges. Doesn't have to be a casting theme. Just I don't know, just something. Because the art department killing it, killing it, yeah, killing it. They got nothing to go off of. They're just <laughs> they're free. They're free, but at the same time they got no direction, so they make up their own direction. And I love it. It doesn't fit Survivor Forty Six at all, but I love it. It doesn't make any yeah. sense, but I love it. You know. Yeah. All right. Props to the art department. That's all I'm saying. So we go no, to tribal. Props is a different. Oh wait, what? what? I was saying we go to tribal. Props tribal. is a different department. I was making a joke off of the oh. fact you said props. Oh, to- okay, all right, 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 yeah, I got you, got you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, let's, okay, Jal- okay. let's be like Jalinski and break the hourglass. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, props <laughs> to the art department for the amazing tribal council. Yeah, absolutely. Props. Props is a different department but props to the art oh, department. Oh, that was your joke. All right, I shouldn't. Okay. Even, all right, I am undoing the hourglass Should, throw. Okay. All right. That was terrible. Okay. All right, so we go to tribal Perfect. and Dolinsky's like, "Yeah, I don't quit." And this gave me Nayanka season 21 vibes when she literally mm-hmm. quit the game and goes, "I'm not a quitter, Jeff." And he's like, "What are yeah. you doing right now?" Wait, yeah, like, you're actively quitting. Yes. <laughs> so, Dolinsky here's like, "I'm not a quitter." And as the people mm-hmm. point out, two examples of quitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i will say the only like i the props that i will give Jelinski is that he does try and argue his case at tribal like he's not interested in quitting this game which i do appreciate because especially after last season mm-hmm. like I, I do appreciate that he's like no i want to be here and well Jelinski thinks he's game. a legend so why would he quit he does yeah absolutely and i don't think like he clearly doesn't have a lot to back up his uh arguments because he has quit no. twice already. But I appreciate at least the effort for I sure. I wonder his success rate as a salesman. Because he does back that out would, a lot of things. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's a sales tactic. Like you just kinda like it's just trying to agree with what anybody says as you push your mm-hmm. own narrative at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. Uh yeah, Jess is bad at tribal as well, but that's why I said it's like there's pros and cons to voting off either person. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's a clear cut, obviously, choice, in my opinion. So they do vote yeah. off Jelinski. Jeff lays. Jeff does not let Jelinski get away with his shenanigans. Jeff is still <laughs> no. seething from Hannah and Sean last season. Yeah. Jeff has has it out. Like he even says, he said he said it multiple times since Sean and Hannah quit that he will not be nice to quitters. So mm-hmm. Jelinski even giving hints of quitting. Is mm-hmm. not okay with Jeff. Jeff is over yeah. it. Because <laughs> he's didn't Jeff say that like if you quit, he's not gonna snuff your nope. torch anymore. Nope. Yeah, they should have stopped snuffing after season twenty one when they had the double quit, and he didn't want mm-hmm. to snuff their torch, but he did it anyways. Probably because they had no other backup plan, or he didn't know yeah. what to do. He's making up on the fly. But yeah, so or I guess now it's <laughs> yeah, official. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah. next time on Survivor, people are mad at each other. That's my note. Yeah, that's really it, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. 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 Seems like there's going to be some some drama, which is good with the longer episode for sure. I love when people have their feelings hurt on Survivor within the context of the game, not 
because we're being actually cruel to each other in ways that reflect outside just within the game of survivor let's be yeah awesome be mean to each other be mad at each other yes this is what i want so we'll see if it's just being played up on next time at survivor just for you know we'll see if it's just being played up or not yeah i don't know yet uh so that's it for the episode that i have do you have anything else for the episode before we move on no i don't think so i think we've covered it okay well over on patreon which by the way these podcasts are available to all patrons free and paid uh the night the episode airs so if you're listening to this right now you could have listened to this wednesday night as soon uh, right after the episode we <laughs> record it right after the episode and i throw it up on patreon right after so uh links in the description for that i just posted the fabio winner story i just posted crystal cox's story video blazing fast speed um the uh the i believe it's the seven times survivors went full villain video i posted a week ago and right now we are voting on which players from survivor redemption Island should get story videos so if you're interested in any of that check out patreon it's a great way to support the channel financially uh, as you hear we i think we've done like two sponsors in our entire i don't know five years of existence four years of existence and it's because i get sponsors emailing me and i'm like i wouldn't even buy your product with my own money so i say just say no mm-hmm. i say no all the time the things yeah and only all i do and instead is patreon because i'm like i don't want to put sponsors on our shows and stuff the stuff i don't care about and i would not pay money for so all right anyways i'm not not trying to i'm just throwing it out there because i just been getting so many emails and like i just would not buy your products and i'm not going to push it so all right well if you want to check that out link in the description uh let's move on so last season we did last week's secret scenes and I think I might have said this early in the podcast, but if I didn't, I'll repeat myself. We will be doing the secret scenes from tonight's episode that they post on the Survivor CBS YouTube channel tomorrow with Mary. Because I feel like it's more... Last season, it literally told us four people who win win the show, win win the season. So I feel like it's more winter analysis than it is, let's talk about a week later. So Mary and I will mm-hmm. talk about those tomorrow on the winter analysis podcast. So we'll skip that past that section. We're not going to do that section this, <laughs> this season on our breakdown podcast we'll do it on our winter analysis podcast every thursday or every friday on youtube thursday on patreon okay so rebecca i yes. told you and that last se- last season it went every other week but this season we're mm-hmm. doing every week okay last season i had mary do one week and i did the next week no this season you're gonna give me a hard trivia question i hope it's hard and i'll give okay. you what i assume is a hard trivia question and we'll Amazing. S- and we'll see if somebody can keep track. Maybe you keep track. Maybe somebody in the comments keep track. I don't know. I want to know who wins yeah. at the end of the season. So Sounds good. Yeah. I'll let you go first. What's your what's your question for me? What's your trivia question about Survivor? Okay. All right. So um which my question is, which three seasons are tied for the fewest pre-merge tribals? Oh my god. And goodness. there's three of them, so I to make it a little easier, I mean, yeah, if you can, honestly, if you can name one or two of them, like, I'll give you a point for each you can name. And if No it, multiple if it choice helps, or anything? <laughs> if it helps at all, uh, each of these three seasons had five pre-merged tribals. Okay. Which seems very few to me. Um, oh, no, that's... Uh, okay, I can Survivor down, 42, is that one of them? No, it is not. Ah, I was just thinking because we have that person. Mm, yes. Dave, yeah. What about Dave versus Goliath? Is that one of them? Yes, that is one of them. Because yep, there was a good. medevac in episode one. One yep. world? No, no. No. That had medevac in episode one. So I was thinking. 
Uh, so yeah. Dave vs. Goliath is one. I, yep. I don't want to. I mean, I could get Siri and guess all forty-five seasons. So I feel like it's unfair yes. if I Siri and guess every season. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So I've gotten one the of other, them. Well, hold on. Let me give, yeah. give me one more chance. I'll see if I yeah, get the yeah. next one. Let me go from there. But well, if I don't, let's let move me on. let me give you a little <laughs> bit of a hint. So the two remaining seasons are, um, like one of them is is a very early season, and one of them is a pretty recent season. Okay, so all right. That's a little vague, but just no, to narrow that's, down that's, a little that's bit. That's good because I was trying to think. I was thinking more newer seasons because. The merge seems yeah. to happen so quick nowadays. Uh, yes. Early season. So season one, there's... Um, I think when merges were happening in the earlier seasons, only five tribals and then they merged, huh? Mm-hmm. Basically, or five tribals for whatever reason. Shoot, yeah. an early season? Yeah. Uh, I, I am blanking on early season. Late season, I'm going to guess season 44. That is correct. Because yes. MGM went out an episode. I think they canceled Tribal that yep. episode. Uh, so, yeah. the, okay, since I got that right, one more chance on the early season. So, we got <laughs> Dave vs. Goliath. We got 44. Mother Trucker. What is the, what is the season only had five before the merge? And it'd have to be something stupid that would have occurred to make it happen like that. I assume they didn't just plan it. Oh, it's not Palau. I know that. I don't know, Rebecca. What is it? Would you like me to tell you? Okay. It is season two, Australia. Oh, because M- Scooping got medevaced in episode six. Yep. I was thinking through when yep. all the medevacs were happening and what would yep. cause them. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Wow. Who knew there was a, a large yeah. gap between two and 37? Yeah. So hmm. that was, I mean, that was a very tough question, but I think you got a solid two I, points out I of got that. Two out of sure. three. Two, I get two yeah. thirds of a Not point. Not bad. Two thirds of a Not point. bad. <laughs> all right. Well, my questions are always multiple choice because I'm nice. Also, I don't okay, think you're okay. gonna get it. But all right, which season? I'm probably not, to be honest. <laughs> That's why I make my multiple choice because I I yes. know how deep each of us are in this uh, yeah, survivor yeah. world. So, which yes. season had its theme song not approved and then replaced by the Borneo theme song? Your options mm-hmm. are uh, Survivor 21 Nicaragua, Survivor mm-hmm. 28 Cagayan. Survivor 31 Cambodia or Survivor 45. Interesting. They, the um, person who made the theme song submitted it. They said, nope, we're going to use the Borneo one instead. Interesting. So I don't think it was 45. Um, yeah, boy, I, I don't know for sure. Um, can you list the other three options again? Survivor 21 Nicaragua, Survivor 28 uh-huh. Cagayan, uh, Survivor 31 Cambodia. I'm going to guess... I, this is just a shot in the dark. I'm going to guess 28. Nope, it's Survivor 21 Nicaragua. Russ Landau... Nice. By the way, YouTube this after the... Like, no joke. YouTube this one okay. after, the, uh, after we're done podcasting. It is so good. It could potentially... It has the potential to be the best theme song and they did not approve it probably because oh, they felt man. like it was too different and they just used the original Borneo theme song which is so boring especially after you hear the unapproved Nicaragua one you're like what they didn't use this this mm. is so good so uh yeah that's that's the one yeah. it's really good I encourage well, everybody to check it out on YouTube I maybe it's in other places right. but it's on YouTube for sure so all right well we'll move on to TV ratings uh just to tell you that we can't do that until next week because there's no TV ratings yet <laughs> but we are doing it again this season of course so with yeah. that let's move to winner analysis tonight mm-hmm. Rebecca and I will be doing our top three 
And then tomorrow, Mary and I will go in depth. Well, this will be all season. Rebecca is going to do the Wednesday podcast. We will do our top three. And then on the next, I'm sorry, I see Wednesday because we're recording Thursday yeah. on YouTube, Wednesday on Patreon. Uh, and then the next day we'll do Mary with Mary. We'll do everybody. So go ahead, Rebecca. Who's your number three? Yeah. So number three was really hard for me because I feel like there's so many people that have potential based on this episode, but there's a lot of people that we haven't like, they just haven't been to tribal yet. We haven't really seen them actually play yet. So the person I chose is soda. Um, she has a lot of personality <laughs> seems, you know, very likable. Um, she's playing very similarly to someone who's won in the past. And yeah, it just seems like she's in a, a good spot on like a great tribe. So, um, yeah, there are a few options for my number three, but she's the one that I picked. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens next week, I guess. She's not a bad pick by any means. Yeah. It's so early in the season that aside from all the yeah. red herrings, we don't really have any solid evidence. We need, we, this is why I say every season, we need all three tribes to go to tribal so I can get a semblance of where people really stand. Cause I, it's yeah. all just talk. I mean, it's all just talk until people go mm-hmm. to tribal. So uh, my number three is Banu. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it's how you say his name. I apologize if I'm saying it correctly. Banu. I feel like they really like Banu in the story. They let him narrate. Let, so he's getting a lot of airtime. Uh, and clearly he wasn't even in danger going tonight at mm-hmm. in his own tribe. So I think pre-tribe swap, Banu is solid. We'll see how things go if there is a tribe swap. We'll see how it goes come a merge. I think Banu is a lock to make the merge. Just based on the focus they gave him. And, and it wasn't negative. It was positive focus. A lot of positivity on Bonnie's side. Uh, so he is my number three. Who is your number two? So my number two is Maria. Um, my she's, Marie. I, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, uh, for someone who hasn't been to Tribal yet, I think we've gotten to see some gameplay from her. Um, I liked when she played the mom card during the journey. And like, I don't know, we just got to see that like, okay, she's, she's here to play. Um, she seems very likable. She's bonded with, I think his name is Tim over the fact that they're both parents. She's also in the girls Alliance, Charlie's angels. Angels. So yeah, she seems to be in a very good spot in a tribe that's doing well. So she is my number two pick. Maria for me is not a top three, but uh, Mm -hmm. a soda. I'm like uh, middle of the road on when you're number three, but you're number two. I'm like, yeah, no, I see it. She's not my top mm-hmm. three, but I agree. I yeah. see it. I see how she has potential to go very far. Uh, my number two is Kenzie, who mm. not only had a red herring quote tonight. I mean, it could be the real one. We just don't know. Everything's a red herring until we get proof. Uh, she has <laughs> right. a red herring winner quote, but also a lot of positivity on her end. Again, she seems safe. You know, I have two people in mind from Yanu because they went to tribal. So I feel like I have a decent grasp of them uh, mm-hmm. in terms of where they stand. But she's not going nowhere. Uh, she, she's not going nowhere uh, and she seems to be a major focus in every aspect I don't know I just feel like Kenzie's solid mm-hmm. no I have no issue I have no reason to suspect Kenzie is is not going far Um, so yeah who's your number yeah. one yeah I uh, oh, one tell note me about on Kenzie, Kenzie yeah. because yeah because she's not in my top three but I do agree with you and I see what you're saying because like yeah she does seem like a very positive uh person and you know, she has some good connections in her tribe. She was there the whole time with Tiffany getting her idol. So even though like Kenzie was not focused on at all really during that, it was like clear that, I don't know, Tiffany trusts her. Um, so I, yeah, 
definitely a good sign. And yeah, we got to hear from her a lot and it was like mostly positive um, stuff. So yeah, that's all good. I, I agree with all that. Uh, my number one pick is Banu, which again, hey. hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but yes. So, uh, yeah, he's my number one. I think that, I mean, a lot of the same things you were saying about him, just, you know, we're hearing a ton from him. I felt like he was almost the main character in this episode and a lot of it was really positive. I feel like he's emotional, like in a lot of good ways, <laughs> Like um, when they lost immunity and, and, you know, he was, Jeff was asking him about it and he got very emotional and there was emotional music um, at tribal. I think he had the last or one of the last lines before voting, you know, and anyway, yeah, I, I think that he is good for morale. He's definitely a tribe leader. Like you said, he was not in any danger of going home tonight, uh, even though he's he is on the tribe that's kind of a hot mess. So. <laughs> We'll see how that goes, but yeah, for him as an individual, I think he has a good shot at winning. So yeah, what about you? I like Bono as well. Uh, number my number three. Uh, my number one is Tevin. I'm actually surprised he didn't make mm-hmm. the top three. Frankly, yeah, yeah. He also That's has fair. a red herring as of now. Red herring for a winner quote or a winner or whatever hint at the beginning of the season. He also had the opening narration, so he is a main character. You don't get the opening mm-hmm. narration if you ain't making it far. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. They ain't yeah. doing the opening narration from Jelinski. That would have been a joke. That would have been funny in retrospect, <laughs> but it would have been a joke. So Tevin got the very serious dramatic opening of the show. Um, so here's my thoughts on my top three in terms of how I think about them at the moment. Banu feels mm-hmm. like a fan favorite who doesn't get to the end. Kenzie feels like uh, a fan favorite. Or a villain, possibly. I don't know if they're going to do. As mm. Jeff says, no villains, but she might get the three-dimensional villain edit, whatever it's called, um, where mm-hmm. she's too cocky and gets uh, gets far, but like loses. Tevin's my number one because I feel like Tevin, he's on the dominant tribe, the tribe that clearly is not going to struggle with challenges based on what we've seen so far. And he's very likable. Not, no one's spoken an ill word about Tevin so far. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. I think the show likes him. They've given him a lot of airtime. I don't have the confessional account in front of me. I'll have it tomorrow when we do winter analysis. But I I just like if there is an obvious winner this season, to me, it's obviously Tevin. Mm-hmm. But I can't like I'm not going to see episode one and say Tevin's the winner because it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely see where you're coming from. And yeah, there, there's even things like when Liz is talking about her, you know, businesses or whatever and. Then we hear from Tevin and he's like, oh, this is why that's a bad idea. My one thing with him, though, and I mean, obviously it doesn't matter because their tribe probably isn't going to go to tribal for or to tribal council for a while. But he is uh, kind of I don't know if he's on the right side of the numbers if they were to go to tribal because the girls kind of have a click going on. And Brandon seems to not be playing super well. So yeah, that's like my one thing is I don't know if he is in a great alliance at the moment, but also if you're not going to tribal, it kind of doesn't yeah. matter. So, yeah, What's, I agree. With why your, does it matter yeah, if your tribe your is ranking. winning because they're dominant and challenges? Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I think Tevin would get along just fine with anybody at the moment. Yeah. Like, he doesn't seem to be. That's fair. Like he would not. He doesn't seem like somebody's going to struggle to integrate with others mm-hmm. by any means. So Tevin is almost like Caleb in that sense, except. Mm-hmm. I think Tevin might actually be able to keep his threat 
uh, or not Threads, uh, himself under the radar more than Caleb. Caleb was like, it was too off. Like, especially, especially yeah, I guess when you're, on the tri- there. when you're on the tribe of misfits, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Caleb was, and you're the only one who is like, like, seems like a good player. I mean, I liked, uh, I forget her name and I apologize. She was the third boot off of, or she's the third boot of the season. She was on Lulu. Um, the, I forgot what oh, her name Sabaya? was. Sabaya. I liked her. She was good. Yes. She clearly got played. Mm-hmm. I think she was good too, but I think Caleb was like far, obviously the best player in the tribe. And it was like, maybe mm-hmm. it stood out more. Whereas here it's like, is seven the best player in tribe? I don't know, but I think seven will do just fine. So yeah, I, I really, I would, I'm not, I would bet money, but I wouldn't bet money, but I'd bet money that Tevin, Kenzie, Bonu make it past the merge. And that's yeah. at the moment what I'm yeah. looking for. Who's going to make it past the merge? Cause then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. So, and, and your picks too, Bonu, Maria, Soda. Soda's mm-hmm. the only one of your three where I'm like, maybe she won't make it past the merge, but I can't really say. But Maria, yeah. I'm with you. I think Maria's making it past the merge. Yeah. Which at the moment is what we're really trying. Who's going to make it past the merge right now? And we'll figure out winner later if we can't be. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on to your all's questions. Um, as soon as the episode is done on airing on CBS, uh, I ask for your all's questions here on YouTube on my community tab. So first question, Rebecca, is yeah. from Quippen. Quippen says, is it just me or does it feel underwhelming for the hidden immunity idol? Just be a bead bracelet. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. It, underwhelming. But, I mean, yeah. Like you mentioned, it is interesting that I don't know if they're trying to encourage people to make fake idols. I guess it makes sense to keep them simpler. You said mm-hmm. that earlier. Um, but yeah, that's really the only advantage I can see. But also like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a fan of more complex idols, but I don't know. The Rebel Dog asked, do you think the intro, uh, the theme song, will have a hint like Survivor 45's did with D? Um, I mm-hmm. don't think so personally because they hadn't done that since Philippines. It just seems like it seems like I think we're going to be on to it this time. They'll give mm-hmm. us some time before they do something like that again. I also feel like they did yeah. it just because they hadn't had a theme song in so long. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, what yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think I mean, it would be cool to have a hint, but it would have to be a very subtle hint. Yeah. Like, yeah, last season was pretty obvious. So well, the moment yeah. you saw it, you couldn't unsee it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see it for a bit and then somebody pointed out to me and I couldn't unsee it. So yeah. Uh, next question is from Levian Drade. Is it just me or the social dynamics getting very repetitive? I'm done with the three tribe format. I think we already explored mm. everything about it. Yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> Can yeah. we do two tribes? Can we yeah. put all three tribes on one beach? Is that too much? Yeah. Can we do one world again? But better. That could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we got if we have to do three tribes, can we just do like and they can all live in different parts of the beach. They don't have to be right next to each other. But just sure. like it's like is that you know like is Chalinsky going over to the other tribe and talking to them right now? You know, like, that's the kind of stuff we get. Like mm-hmm. and it'd be very obvious cuz we're all living in separate parts of the same beach. I don't know, just a thought. Yeah. Uh, next question is from Dylan. Is the Yanu tribe already the hot mess tribe? Yeah, I I think yes, maybe not quite as bad as lulu but yeah definitely not off to a great start but without jolinski quitting everything maybe next episode will be a little better we'll see well, I don't know. we already saw bonnie getting mad at jester in the challenge probably like she's collapsing yeah. or having exhaustion or whatever yeah next question from hayden uh they want to know do you lo- do we like the torch skull vote game the card game um they said they liked it mm-hmm. did you like it yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I I did like it. I think I don't think it was played to its fullest potential, and I don't know if that's the fault of the game or just the the people in the situation of like who was there and how they chose to play it. So I think it could have been more interesting than it was, but I did like it. I like the concept. Uh, as you heard me earlier say, I think it's contrived. All right. <laughs> Next question. It says, um, do we think any of these winner quotes are legit uh, or. Oh, I, sorry. I missed the name on that one. Five RG two asks, do you think the winner quotes will mean anything this season? Considering a lot of people got one. What do you think, Rebecca? I guess it depends on what you mean by it doesn't mean anything this season. Because, like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the winner was among those quotes. But, yeah, if since there's so many of them, it's not obvious that, like, oh, that's the winner because they said this. So, yeah, I don't know. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if the winner is among those people. So, I don't know. What do what you think? What if it really is Jem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be that would be crazy <laughs> and she said it to us and just like richard in season one we just ignored it yeah uh yeah you're like ah, that's too obvious she's pulling a gabler she's you know yeah. hiding what, in plain what sight was this quote hiding in plain yeah. sight that was the thing yeah the al gabler all right yes. uh brody asked did jelinski curse himself when he broke the hourglass uh Ooh. i think yeah, that that's, was, that's the defining moment i think yeah because before breaking, that he's like before that he's like i have a I have an alliance with Q. You mm-hmm. <laughs> said that right before. Yeah. yeah. Breaking the glass. It's not a mirror, but maybe it's seven years bad luck. And that's where he got the seven mm-hmm. from. So he has several years of bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> several years. All right. Uh, Rachel J. Survivor fan says, did you know everyone loves Taylor Swift, Rebecca? Oh, yeah. That's I mean, what's what's to hate? What's not to love? You uh, know, I think. She is overrated, Rebecca. You want to get into that? Oh. How much time do you have? <laughs> uh, I think she's good. I just think she's overrated. I'm not. I'm by yeah. no means. I'm ever gonna say Taylor Swift is a bad artist. All right. Yeah. Uh, next question from Griffin. Why would Jelinski think that several meant seven? Like I'm just flabbergasted at the whole logic. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. What maybe he yeah. heard it once in school and he just ran with it. Yeah, because I genuinely think he actually thought that. Like yeah. I don't think he was lying. Like, he seemed very confused when everyone else was surprised. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that was, he seemed very shocked, I guess. Like, one time he asked what several was, somebody told him, either as a joke yeah. or they thought that too, and he's just like, that's his, they, he's committed. Mm-hmm. All right. Last question is from Chelsea. Uh, this one's a little meta, but I guess you're at the end of our podcast. Mm-hmm. You, you get a little meta with us. Chelsea yeah. asks, am I the only one who's majorly bummed? That D from Survivor 45 is the new on fire with Jeff Probst co-host. I wasn't a big fan of her last mm-hmm. season. I feel like the energy is going to be so different from Rick Devins. Uh, I can speak to this. I mean, I'll let you go, Rebecca, uh, first, and then I'll give my take. Yeah. Um. I mean, so I'll be honest. I haven't listened to a ton of Jeff's podcast. Don't tell Jeff I said that. Um, oh, I'm sure he cares, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I like D. I I think she'd make a great co-host, but I don't know. It could be in the minority here. I know a lot of people have a distaste towards the ever since her affair with Wendell were, which by the way, they're both equally, res- I mean, I don't know if the equally is the right word, but they're both responsible for what happened. I don't know if you heard about this, Rebecca, mm-hmm. but. Actually, no, I didn't. No. Uh, Wendell cheated on his baby mama slash girlfriend with the, like right around the time she was pregnant or she just had their kid pick one. I don't Ooh. have all the details, 
What I do yeah. know is that it was rumored and then Wendell confirmed it and then he deleted his confirmation tweet. But people better you better believe they screenshot it. Um, yeah. And people did some deep diving on that. And I put that in my 45 secrets video. If, you, if people want all the details that are public, because I didn't do any investigating beyond the public stuff, because that's I'm if it's public, it's fine. But I'm not going to go. I'm not. That's not my I'm not interested in digging for more. <laughs> Leave that to others. But yeah, so that happened. So people have just taste towards deep because of that. Yeah, but that's I, fair. My person, I, I, that does not affect whether I care about her being the podcast co-host. I don't right. like Dee as the podcast co-host because I heard her on all her exit interviews and her podcast with Rob, and she lacked any humility at all. And it was mm. very annoying to listen to because Dee acted like everything she did was perfect and planned. And it was like so annoying to listen to. Like there was yeah. just no, like there's no... There's no like admittance of uh, I don't think probably we're saying the word admittance of doing anything. Ah, oh, yeah, I did screw up on that. It was mm-hmm. everything was perfect. Everything was planned. I did everything perfectly. And don't ask me about Austin. And it's like, how can I not ask <laughs> yeah. you about Austin? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> it was like a whole major plot line in the show that was on national TV. What's up with Austin? Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to I think D would be better if there's a couple years removed. Maybe it's just too fresh. Yeah. But eh, we'll see. I mean, Jeff's podcast is it's his thing. He can do what he wants. He can he wants to get the re- more, most recent winner. Go whatever. Go for it. I'm yeah. really just I listen to Jeff's podcast for Jeff because Jeff sometimes has the most asinine things. Sometimes he goes off and <laughs> and it does a six minute rant on how much he hates Adam Klein. I saying Adam specifically because <laughs> of his casting business. Sometimes Jeff says contradictory things in the same podcast. I'm here for it. I, by the way, yeah. love Jeff as a host. I have no issues with Jeff as a host. I think Jeff's a great yeah. host. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, do you know, did Adam's company get anyone on this season? Uh, you know, if he did, he didn't say anything that I know of. Okay. Uh, it might be best to keep your mouth shut at the moment, frankly, with yeah. how hard Jeff went That's against you. fair. Maybe keep yeah. it a little secret secret. <laughs> <laughs> like Adam has like how path the cast this season. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like CBS paid him hush money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shut up. So don't tell people you did this. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Yeah. No. I actually really liked it. Despite all the criticism I give, I, I think the show would be, it wouldn't be the same without Jeff. I watch other shows without Jeff. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. I even watched Deal or No Deal Island this week with Boston Rob. Uh, the host is oh, good, yeah. but I'm like, this would have been better with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you checked that out yet? I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. No, but yeah, I will for sure. First episode is up on Peacock. Uh, for those wondering, it is Deal or No Deal Island in the most literal sense. I don't know if that, that makes, if that makes sense, but yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, I think it's it for this week, Rebecca. Do you have anything else? Yeah. No, I think we covered it. Okay. Well, we thank you all for listening. I'll be with you all tomorrow for our winter analysis podcast. And Rebecca and I will be back in two days for our traders podcast. All right. Bye.